It's Friday, April 15th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. Hi, Instagram. Hi. Today is a solo pod. It's just me, and it starts now. Instagram Catch that video That little intro video I just uh, I just recorded that video Why video so much? Video, video Recorded Check it out Video On uh, Instagram At JD Comedy Hour And follow if you're not already follow. I mean Yeah Follow if you're not already following And if you saw the advert On Instagram And it made you listen Well hey Success You're listening to A brand new episode Of the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast Welcome as always Coming at you From where else Lemon Press Studios In the distillery district Downtown Tanana Hi 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 Just a waste of time Come on Mike Waste of time, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. It's Friday, April 15th. It's a, so- it's a solo pod. I'm by myself today, no guests. I had uh, I have a couple interviews in the can that are really... Oh, hold on. Hey, that I, re- I will release next week, but I won't have time today to edit one down and all that. So I figured I'll just... Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Come on, Michael. Who's Michael and why am I being so disgusting off the top? Waste of time. All right. Okay, enough is enough. Should I remind you to email the show pod at jdcomedyhour.com? Follow Instagram and Twitter at jdcomedyhour. Facebook.com slash jdizzle, comedy, izzle, whizzle, owizzle. jdcomedyhour. Oh man, oh man, how's your week? By the way, thank you if you're listening. If you were at Via Nort, Via Nort, I n- I'm still not sure how to pronounce it. I was saying Via Norte in the commercials, but it's Via Nort, Nort, Via Nort, on Wednesday for the first uh, live show, the first show back in less, just less under a year of the Julian Dion Comedy Hour live show. It was a great turnout, packed house. It was a fun show, thanks to Ali Hassan, Peter Anthony, Jen Grant, and Scott Falconbridge for bringing the goods. Everyone brought their A-game, came out swinging strong. It was a great, great night of comedy. It was a lot of fun. It was our first night, so there's a couple of things that we're going to tweak and evolve as uh, 
The show moves on, but thank you to everybody. Thanks to Angela Costa and Andre Viela, my uh, two friends that helped uh, set up and uh, do the whole thing. And to uh, Chef Zimanel Alvage, the the owner of the place, for being so supportive and, and seeing uh, my vision through. And he's right there on board. We had a meeting with him yesterday, Thursday, about just some minor tweaks that we should do. And he's all on board with the whole thing. So thank you. And thank you, Via Nort staff. Anyway, come check it out, 938 College Street at College in Dovercourt here in Tanana. I realized in the ads, uh, I've been saying 983 College. It's 938. I fucked up. I also sent Peter Anthony to 738 on Wednesday, so he show- <laughs> he called me. He's like, there's no 738. He's freaking out. The show had just started. I'm like, no, shit. I- it's my bad, but just come on down. There's no pressure. Anyway, great night. And we're going to do it every single Wednesday, 9 o'clock. We did the show 8.30, started a little late. So I figure I'm going to move it to 9 o'clock and start on time, every time. 9 o'clock sharp. And uh, I hate when I do... I smack too much. No. Damn. So anyways, it's just me today. And um, yes, hi. I just figured I'd tell you uh, what's been up. A couple of things. Why not? If you're not interested, turn it the fuck off. I'm giving you time right now. Turn it off. But if you are interested, uh, thank you for being interested in my my life, I guess. I mean, what else am I going to talk about other than what I know? I did a... Um, I shot a commercial, and it was for an allergy medication. And basically, the premise of the commercial... And I realized how hard this is to do. I, you know, you see scenes in, in TV and movie and commercials where somebody is laughing hysterically, and you don't think twice about it. When you see someone crying, you're like, oh my god, that must have been hard as an actor to do. Oh my god, laughing take after take hysterically like it's the funniest thing you've ever uh, witnessed of your life in your life is um, very, very d- difficult. So the premise of the commercial, again, it's an allergy medication. And the premise, it starts a close-up on my face. I'm tied to a chair. and uh, But you don't know that right away. It, like, like camera pans away, you see that I'm tied to a chair. Then you see I'm in like a cat room, like a cat lady's living room. Essentially, there's pictures on the wall of various cats. There are all these cats around on, on you know, the cat tree houses and stuff, the the, the playground, you know, the it's all carpet, it's like a playground. It's like a bunch of those with all these cats on there, and then there's like this guy in a hazmat suit putting a cat on uh, on my lap, and I just start laughing, I take a deep breath, and I start laughing hysterically, uh, being so thrilled that the medication is actually working and I can breathe, and so I have to laugh, like, <laughs> For 30 seconds. Do you know how hard that is? And now I'm not complaining because I'm super grateful for the opportunity and to, to be able to do it. And uh, But man, it was like torture. I did a bunch of takes, probably like 15 takes total because they wanted to see different... Like, the director was like, okay, that was great. Now look behind you for one take and then look up and say your line uh, you know, to the sky, and at one point, say your line to the guy in the hazmat suit. They're just trying to get a bunch of different options, but every time, laughing hysterically. And there's a lot you have to think of. Like, there's two lines. There's, I feel great, and it's working. And uh, it's, it's, 
it's so hard to uh, bec- it's only two lines but you have so many things to think of it starts with this big trolley like this big dolly kind of cam right to your face it backs away then the uh, production of the producer claps his hands then you deliver your first line then you look over the shoulder then you wiggle out of the ropes then he lifts his arm then you deliver the second line to the sky so there's all these cues that you're thinking of excuse me but the whole time laughing hysterically so we do it a bunch of times and then at the end he's like okay awesome great job now we're gonna do it just no lines no cues just laughter for 30 seconds you just won the lottery someone just told you the best joke you've ever heard in your life just laugh 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 i guess they're just gonna take some sampling of that and splice it in at some point i don't know exactly the justification behind it so i had to do like a few takes, three, four, maybe five takes of just laughing for 30 seconds. So it's like, action! <laughs> and I thought I was going to throw up, barf. He's like, okay, and cut. And I actually said, I need, I might puke. And the crew laughed, but I'm, I was like, I'm not, I'm not even serious or not even joking. And uh, so he's like, okay, let's do it again. And three, two, and action. And I go, <laughs> And you get so sick of your own laugh that I didn't know it was real anymore. I was all fucked up. I left there and uh, I saw some friends later that night and I laughed for real. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, ugh, I just hated my, my own laugh. Anyway, that was a little thing that I did. Another, oh, speaking of, okay, commercials, and the, not the last episode, but the Tommy Lama episode, which I've been, I've been getting a lot of good feedback about, by the way, the Tommy Lama episode, a life-changing, life-altering episode, um, uh, I talked about in the monologue about how I think that I loathe actors, and I just had another experience like that today, I was talking about my loud acting neighbors here. And uh, how, uh, you know, self-righteous they were being. <laughs> I had another sort of moment like that. I went to an audition this week and I show up and it's basically the premise of the audition is that you will be doing chin-ups. Okay. It's a close-up kind of like shoulders up and you see it starts with you just see your hands at the bar and then you do a chin-up, come down, you're out of shot, but you still see your hands. Do another chin-up, slightly struggling on this one come down and then the third chin up you get about halfway up where in the shot you just see the top of your head your arms start to shake and then you let go and it's for a massage something massage i'm not sure what the hell it's for it just becomes a wash sometimes i just go and i'm not i don't remember what they're for sometimes it's something to do with massaging a body massaging your muscles after a hard workout anyway So I show up in my workout gear, and there's a lot of people there. Well, there's like three other guys in their workout gear. And I can hear screams coming from inside the audition room. And this one guy comes out, and he's like hands on his hips, you know, power posture, arching his shoulders back. He's like, ah, oh my God, ah, woo, (laughs) ah, ah. I'm like, oh man, so you actually have to do chin-ups in there? It's like, yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, but uh, I asked them to do a bunch of chin-ups before. I just wanted to get get the blood pumping, do a bunch, so I could really be exhausted for that third one. I'm thinking, why don't you just fucking act, right? That's the whole... Just act. Why do you have to do the chin-ups and get exerted? That's why you're paid. It's to just act. 
And so he uh, he's like, yeah. Anyway, so and then he's walking around the whole place, like making like making sure everybody knows he just did a ton of chin ups inside the audition room. So I'm next. I open the door, and there's it's not really it's not a chin up bar. It's like two tripods holding this little thin pipe at shoulder height. And I'm like, oh, do I have to actually do chin-ups? Like, oh, no, no, don't. So the production assistant guy comes. He's like, he gets in lunge position underneath the chin-up bar. He's like, we won't see from your waist down. So just get down on one knee and then just do chin-ups, like palms facing towards you, doing the bicep chin-up. And you do one, and then the second one you're struggling, and the third one you like shake, and then you, you let go. So this guy was that exerted from doing lunge-ups. Like, did you realize how easy that is? Like, I could do one finger, I could do a, a hand, like a, what, what do you want, one arm, uh, a one finger, like it's, you're just doing like three, two and a half lunges with support from above. Anyway, that guy's dead now, had a massive coronary on the street, I'm sure. He's obviously uh, out of shape. And uh, what else is going on, huh? What else is in the news? Just got back from Mexico. I mean, I've been back since Sunday, the episode I did on Tuesday, which was kind of dark, the monologue. I'll, uh, I'll admit to that about Josh Haddon, RIP. But um, got back from Mexico for, uh, I was there for a one-week all-inclusive trip, and it's so much fun to just be... Just do nothing for a week, no responsibilities, just a complete digital detox, but a tox of everything else. You toxify your body with, uh, you know, food and every possible thing, but you detox digitally and from the world. So that was great, a full week of just beach and stuff. And on day two of being there, my girlfriend twisted, she rolled her ankle, sprained it. And I realized I'm a pretty terrible person. So she rolled it on the second day. It was pretty awful. And she needed a wheelchair. It was that bad. So for the rest of the trip, I carted around a wheelchair and pushing her around. But I realized I was a bad person because most normal people would feel compassion and, you know, uh, you know, be helpful and be glad to help. I found myself pushing, pushing her around in the wheelchair going, this is some horseshit right here. And I was mad. I was actually mad. Like, what kind of asshole am I? I'm walking around pissed off, you know, telling my friend. We went down with friends. I'm telling my buddy. I'm like, this is some kind of horse bullshit. This is bull. I basically paid to come on an all-inclusive trip at a nursing home. I'm ranting, just going, you know, this is, I'm basically at a nursing home for young people. A hospital. I came to a, an all-inclusive trip to come to a hospital for a week. A hospital, mind you, with unlimited, you know, uh, food and booze and people in bikinis and pools and beaches. I, be, I came on an all I, uh, I am an asshole. I heard it. I heard myself as I was saying it. I'm like, I am, there's something de- deeply wrong with me. What is it? I don't know. There's probably a list. I'm sure there's a list. At least, um, I did that, talked about that. There's not much else happening in my life. Uh, I mean, there is, but, uh, okay, Mexico, laughing commercial, pull-ups. 
Uh, let me. Oh, Moncton friends, Monctonians, people listening to this. Um, Sky Wallace, friend of the show, guest of the show. Uh, she had a great episode. A lot of listeners. She's going to be in Moncton on April 29th. That's right. At Plan B in Moncton. Uh, she's got, she'll be here, there with her band, and she, there's an opening act or two. I'm not sure who the opening acts are. I'm very unprofesh. I should look it up. Why don't I look it up right now? Hold on. Um, let's see. Sky Wallace in Moncton, Plan B with Owen Meany's Batting Stance and David Newberry. All right, so that's Sky Wallace. And opening for Sky, Owen Meany's Batting Stance and David Newberry. Newberry, Newberry, I don't know. Anyway, Sky will be there. Listen to the episode if you haven't yet. She does a, uh, a fantastic song, two songs actually, and she's got a great story. So if you want to get to know Sky a little bit before, you go check out the show, check it out. Uh, check out the podcast, her episode. Just scroll down in the feed. It's there if you haven't already listened or listen again and go see her at Plan B. Pack the place, Moncton. Let's show her some uh, maritime love. And on that note, I'm going to drop a track. Why not? It's just me today. I can do whatever the hell I want. So, here we go. I am going to drop a Sky Wallace track. Which one? That's the question. I'm going to do this one right here. I like this one a lot. From her album, Living Parts. This is Middle Class Ontario. And once again, Moncton listeners, April 29th, Plan B, catch Sky Wallace. It's going to be a great show. You won't be disappointed. We'll be right back. Middle Class, Ontario, Sky Wallace.
Middle Class Ontario, available at SkyWallace, S-K-Y-E, Wallace.com. And again, Moncton listeners, go to Plan B on April 29th. All right. We're back, obviously. What else is going on? So uh, next show, the next live Julian Dion Comedy Hour is on Wednesday, April 20th, 420, which is, of course, Marijuana Day. Ah, shit. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weed day, which for all you casual pot smokers out there or regular users of all shapes and sizes, I'm jealous of you because as you know, as I've admitted here on the podcast before, I am uh, not able to smoke pot because I'm addicted to it. It kind of ruins everything in my life. Sorry if you're high right now. I'm talking, of course, of personal experience. And uh, when things like that happen, like come around 420 and stuff, I'm obviously tempted, but I got to just, because it's going to be everywhere. I'm doing a show that day, so I'm going to have comics on. They're going to talk about it. They're probably going to be high themselves. And so it's always a struggle for me. I just have, it's actually been, on Sunday will be 100 days without, which, what do you mean 100 days isn't it more? Yeah, it's supposed to be more. I have never talked about this on the podcast since the reboot episode. Then I took a couple months off around the holidays and back after because I fully relapsed, relapsed, relapsed. Smoked it again with the intention of maybe just doing it casually once in a while. And of course, as always, because I'm an addict of the stuff. And I, and I know some of you are listening and going, addict, please, it's pot. Just don't smoke it. Well... I'm part of the 5% of the people that will smoke it regularly that will become addicted to it. I'm just, I just accepted that reality and you're not in that reality. So I'm jealous of you and maybe you are and you're just in denial. So maybe you're going to turn off the podcast now. Just don't worry about it. Just do what the hell you want to do. I'm just, this is my podcast. I can talk about what the, why am I so defensive all of a sudden? (laughs) Ah... But yeah, since I uh, I thought I could come back and just once in a while as a treat, and then I did it once and twice, and next thing I know, I would wake up and feel crabby without it, and next thing you know, I'm all day every day again, and the next thing you know, pile on 
not doing anything, not releasing episodes, just doing the bare minimum, getting through life and going, fuck, how did I end up here again? So I just want to talk to you a second. For anybody that's struggling with addiction, it's a lifelong thing. You you go through ups, you go through downs. You just got to push through and fucking do it. You just got to be strong and realize that you're not alone. You feel so alone, but you're really not. And just accept it. That's one thing I think every time I relapse is because I realize I somehow convince myself I'm maybe not addicted. I just took two months off. I can just go once in a while. But that's the addiction slowly creeping back in and convincing you that you've beat it. You can't beat it. It, it, And by that, I mean you're never fully cured of it. Unless there's some sort of injection. And and I did watch a, a TV episode. I think it was the nature of things, there is some sort of injection you can take. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is you got to accept that it's just part of you. And there's a a million people like that. So you're not alone. And you just got to realize the benefits of, you know, not succumbing to your addiction and how life is way richer and better on the other side of it, whether that's alcohol or drugs or weed. And I don't consider weed a drug, I can't say this enough, I think it should be legalized. I think for most people, it's safe and harmless. I mean, even me physically, it's not harmful. It's just that it, it, it kills all ambition and it starts to affect my relationships, personal and professional, and then starts in turn affecting finances and uh, just, just it's a downward spiral. spiral. But I do think it should be addict- uh, addicted. Um legal. I think the government could make a lot of money from it. I think it could help the economy. And I think, you know, is medicinal purposes. You can't take that away from it. It's a great plant. It's an amazing plant. I love it too much. That's the problem. But I've had to accept my life that I just can't do it. I just can't smoke it. I always had said this thing in the back of my mind that when I have a million dollars, I'll smoke it again. I don't even know if I will when I have a million dollars because... Maybe just in no time. Anyway, I'm going off track here. But if you are addicted to something, again, whether that's drugs, alcohol, weed, sex, a a bad relationship, and if you manage to quit, if you manage to get one day off of that, one day, it could even be your phone, your technology. If you can get one day and then another day and three and four and then it, it the momentum carries you through and but and the thing this is the thing if you if you relapse and relapse too that's a word that i cringe when i use it because it makes it sound so severe well i just got to use it because it's what, what the reality of the situation is if you do relapse don't be too hard on yourself don't beat yourself up because that will just contribute to more usage of whatever the hell that is if you do relapse, just accept that you're learning to quit, learning to quit, and like anything else, quitting takes practice. Again, if that's booze, whatever it is. You relapse, just take the hit, go fuck. I can do this. I'm strong and start again. Next day is day 1. And realize you're not alone. There's people around that are like-minded people that can be positive influences, and you can do this. All right? You can do this. There's meetings, and if you're not into meetings, there's there's uh, support online. There's just tons of support. You're never alone, and you can you can beat this. First thing is to just accept. 
For me, it took years to accept that I just can't smoke pot. It took years of trying to quit and trying to come back casually, then being all day every day again, and then just cycle of fuckery. So just whatever it is you're trying to quit could be sugar. If you quit, just pat yourself on the back for having gotten that far, even if it's one day. And one day is a big deal. If it's one day and you smoke again or drink again, go fuck it. I did one day. I can do two. And if you can do two, you can do three. You can do three. You can do four and so on. What if I just kept counting till a thousand? So that's all I want to say. Just know that if you're thinking about it, that's normal. You're going to think about it all the time because we're a society that just has these addictions around you. Again, whether that's porn or cigarettes or soda, it's going to be around. So those temptations are going to be there. That doesn't go away. Even when it's out of your system, you're still going to think about it. It's just, it's been part of you for so long. Even if it's a short-term addiction, it fucks with your pleasure center so much that you're just going to think about it and just accept it. And it sounds torturous, but it's not. Even though, though the, you think about it, their thoughts, they come and go. At first, they're, they're more, then they become fewer and far between. And then just realize how rich life is on the other side. It's so rich, and, and every aspect of your life is infinitely better. And you owe it to yourself and people around you to at least try to better yourself. And also remember this, when you're quitting, even if you relapse, if you quit again, just by the fact the sheer fact that you're working on yourself, you fall into such a small percentage of the population for trying to better your life and working on yourself and facing yourself. And, the, you know, so many people just walk through with blinders on through life and the next thing you know, life is over. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. You have one swing at bat and what you do with it, well, it's up to you. And I hope that whatever it is you're struggling with, if it's addiction or just know you're not alone, you can talk to someone. You can always talk to me. Email the show pod at jdcomedyhour.com. I'll, t- I'll talk to you about it. Fuck, I don't care. I would love to help you through it. And there's a million people that would love to. And you feel like you're such in a dark place in a hole. When you're in it, you can't imagine being sober or being free of whatever shackle is holding you back. You just can't imagine. You're like, it's impossible. Even if you've done it before and you relapse, you think, geez, how can I ever... I'm back at day zero. How can I ever... But that, don't beat yourself up. And just remember that if you've done it before, you can do it again. Nothing's changed in that front. And you can get better. You can get sober. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And you can be... You can live that rich life. And it's worth it. It's really worth it. All right, I'm going to leave you on that note. Let me kick in some... Uh, it's such a beautiful waste of time. A waste of time. A beautiful waste of Yes, all right. Thank you for listening. Always you, I appreciate it. Remember to email the show, especially if you're struggling with something. I'll talk you through it. I, I'm, I'm here for you. And there's a lot of people here for you, but pod at jdcomedyirot.com. Follow on Instagram if you want to see that short little video off the top. And Twitter at jdcomedyhour. Like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash jdcomedyhour. Thank you for listening. 
Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. We'll see you on Wednesday. 420, baby. Come to Via Norte, 938 College Street for the Julian Dion Comedy Hour live show. The second one ever. Well, not ever. We've done a bunch before, but the first time in over a year, under or just under a year. You know what I'm saying. And as always, watch your head. Bye.